welcome back to the Crazy Poultry Podcast. I am your host, Ian Gallo Loco, and with me, as for usual, Mr. Nick Nickers Chicken. Happy Amazing October. Is it amazing? Has it? Maybe. Maybe not, but I love this time of year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I only ask that because, well, we did just review and get done with Halloween ends, and mm. we both know how we felt about that. It was one of the... Probably wor- it's probably gonna be on both of our worst of the year list. Now, um, I tried not to ask you a certain question or hope that you didn't try to say anything like this because the interesting question that I'd have though for you is of the Halloween movies, would you consider ends or kills possibly to be the worst out of all of them? Yeah. Well, because for this special rotten eggs, I picked a particular one mm. that might possibly change, change your mind. thought. Tomorrow night, you will enter the childhood home of our most brutal mass murderer. <laughs> the home has been rigged up with several cameras, but for the most part, the audience will see only what you see. <laughs> Six friends. Are you sure they're not just putting us in some house with hidden cameras in the shower? This is going to be fun. Have been offered fame and fortune. That's the American dream. All they need to do, all the windows will be boarded up and all the doors will be locked one flash and you can light up a thousand computer screens. You are like this close to getting voted off the island. The stage is set. Has anybody else seen this? It's all fake. We've been set up. We're trying to give America a good show. With the house. Wait, what just happened? We just lost Bill's camera. Really long pause. <laughs> Let's go down a memory lane back to 2002, Nick. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. Oh boy.
Well, so we finally have just gotten back from watching Halloween Resurrection, and which I also forgot to briefly mention, this is a no mercy rotten egg. If you have listened to the our Batman Robin or Batman Forever, we're gonna kind of break down the whole movie just about. And if you and if you kind of want to know more about the structure, go back and listen to those episodes. But so this has literally been 20 years since Halloween Resurrection happened. Um, and your first impression was that you were like, I think I saw that once before this. Yeah, it was right when it came out. So it's been about 20 years. Yeah. So to just start off right at the bat, we see the cast names popping up. Yep. Yeah. And who's the first one that has top billing? Buster Rhymes. <laughs> who is arguably also the most entertaining thing <laughs> here. You get a lot of funny one-liners. Yeah. Um, but it, just seeing the, all those names first, before we even see Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, well, that kind of gives you an indication about this. Because then we open in a what I can only say is the worst mental hospital <laughs> in cinema history because we see just like these random inmates that are crazies just walking the halls mm-hmm. but for some reason Lori is the one that's in lockdown um, and we also of course have to get these two nurses and one of them is you know clearly like you know the newbie so the other one has to inform her the backstory, of course. Because that's what always has to happen in these sequels in case nobody has seen the others. And we get basically the recap of the ending of H2O, where I guess Michael is a trickster? <laughs> because he tricks a paramedic by crushing his larynx putting the mask over him and Jamie Lee Curtis ends up cutting the head off of him. Mm-hmm. Or who he, she thought. Yeah, it was Michael. Um, and just so many just random questions there. Uh, for one, the cop that they show in that flashback that goes and rips off the mask mm-hmm. of the paramedic's head. Yeah, that's not contaminating the crime scene at all. <laughs> Um, and just to certain people out there that might know this reference, I like did like the joke he made when he pulled off the mask. It's Seamus! Oh my god, <laughs> that, that was weird. I literally look like Seamus. Seamus the wrestler from yeah. WWE. Yeah. That, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, and you could definitely tell that that was not fake at all. <laughs> that head and stuff like that. Um, which also then leads into, so first it's the worst mental hospital that I can think of in cinema history. It's also some of the worst nursing that I've ever seen because Mm -hmm. as I mentioned, Lori is on, you know, apparently lockdown and they have to go in there and this is the only thing that they're doing apparently is giving her her pills. Feeding her pills, yeah. Um, and I'm going to just first ask you because I know that you don't have much experience in the world of healthcare. I do not. But if 
just off the top of your head, if you're like, I'm the one that has to go in there and give this mental patient her, her or his pills, what is the way that you go about that, about giving her pills? Personally, I would set them in like a little cup and give her water. Well, the real procedure is to put them in her mouth, then put the water in there, and mm. then you go, ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did, did they do that? No. <laughs> so, just put them in her mouth and left the room. So because of that, clearly Lori has taken advantage of this and started stuffing all the pills in her little doll. Oh, like Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah. And when you see the amount in there, that would not be like... And how much is that actually worth? Because people would pay for that, actually. I mean, in a way, she may have been kind of like saving up for what she would get out. <laughs> like hitting the streets. Yeah, right. Shit like that. Um, uh, which also then leads to one guard uh, discovering a crazy John Wayne Gacy inmate. Yeah. Uh, this is, or as I've heard him refer to as Pudgy the Clown. <laughs> Oh my god. Because he finds him just in the middle of like an open field with the door open. And he's like, How'd you get out again? Again. <laughs> <laughs> Which does, though, play into like the whole okay, if he is able to move about like this, of course Michael can break in. Yeah. Because if it's easy for Pudgy the Clown to go around dressed up like John Wayne Gacy, which he clearly is like a gigantic too fanboyish about serial killers. Yeah, he mentions Ted Bundy. Yeah. Um but the cop just goes about it nonchalantly, like who are you supposed to be today? It's like I'm used to this. Yeah. <laughs> um which then introduces so, worse mental facility, worse nurses, worse security, worse security guards. Because <laughs> uh, then they get some, you know, images and stuff being like, oh, hey, I think the crazy got back out again. Which also leads to what is throughout this entire thing just weird editing, weird yeah. time lapses mm-hmm. and things. Um, well, I noticed that right off the bat when. You know, when they were giving the pills to Lori. Yeah. And she had, you know, laid her head back down, but then she did it again. And when they panned to a different angle, she literally did it again. So I was like, yeah. oh boy. <laughs> um, but when, so when they start, before they really, though, start to have their search, that security guard's like, oh, I need to go to the vending machine. Yeah. He's like, I haven't had dinner yet. I skipped dinner. <laughs> so then the other guard goes off. Uh, well, what a shocker. What happens to him? He is a victim. Which then leads to the other guard finding his head in the dryer. <laughs> and uh, you did bring up an interesting part where uh, he did not see the body already lying there. <laughs> he right there. He would have, I, it looked like he literally would have had to step over it to get to it, but I guess he didn't. Yeah. Um, so a that, pool of blood? Yeah. So then Mike takes him out. Which then kind of leads into a feeling that I had about pretty much every kill in this movie. But 
I mean, I'll kind of get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then Michael finally finds Lori's room. <laughs> and how does he enter? But a cool way, though. <laughs> cool? Really? This door that was rigged for like a child to get through. Yeah. Probably Pudgy the Clown could get through it. It broke perfectly in the middle. It was like, Ugh! it looked like a friggin' battering ram. You know what? I think that actually looked like what a lot of people think that the tables are in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, very much breakaway. They're like, like pre-broken. Yeah. But also, did you notice that he goes head first? Yeah. You see the hair? Yeah. It was, like, it was like afro. Yeah, well, throughout a little bit of it, it was. Yeah, the, the hair and stuff and the mask. Yeah. It's probably one of the most inscon- inconsistent things mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. Um, so, she, Lori then escapes him, and she leads him to the rooftop for that scene, where she definitely gets the drop on him. Like, she has him, like, up on the crane, tied up. Has the knife right there, and all of a sudden the plot decides she's an idiot because she then thinks back to H2O about, oh, well, that was a cop that I accidentally killed, so I need to make sure. So a couple of things here. Number one, it doesn't matter if it's not Michael. What has he just now been doing? Mm -hmm. He literally broke in and smashed you. He was trying to kill you. So, I don't know why that thought process happened. Um, But she then is like, oh, well, I need to make sure. So she reaches up and grabs the mask. And, oh, that's when you fuck up with Michael is when you grab his mask. So he grabs her. They have a little scuffle. And, of course, because she started cutting the rope, that's when it then unraveled. Flip over. Lori ends up getting stabbed and dies. That was very, uh, how the hell did he do that? Because they were, like, falling, and he literally took it at the same point. It was just, like, stabbing her in the back. I was like, damn. Well, that goes back to the editing. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. And how does she say goodbye? She kisses him on the fake lip and says, I'll see you in hell. I was like, or until 2018. (laughs) Because... I heard someone make this joke. I think Lori has almost died as many times as Michael at this point. <laughs> Probably. Because they have mentioned throughout the franchise that either she was dead off screen, she died on screen, and just... <laughs> um, but Michael has a very uh, interesting way of getting about this now, because he remembers Pudgy the Clown... Or as I call him, probably his super fan. And goes into his room, which he doesn't burst the door down. He's like, oh, I'll just use the knob now. (laughs) Gives him the knife. Now, I want to know if you noticed this. Mm -mm. So he gives him the knife. Isn't it kind of weird, though, because he doesn't necessarily need it. He has scissors. And pencils. It's like... Why the fuck does this crazy guy about serial killer have scissors and pencils? Yeah, and then he decides to go on. He starts to go on this ramble about like all Michael's history and stuff. And I took that as Michael reacting to his super fans, like, 
Okay, I'm gonna back up now and walk away. <laughs> and Pudgy had every single bit of knowledge about Michael, and it's like, oh, he, did, he just needed to hear all of his lore, you know? Well, apparently he had access to a good wiki. Yeah, before wiki existed. Yeah, which then leads into, like, the, like, epic line of, he is back. He walks down the hallway, and... Now get used to that scene, because he's not going to come back for a little bit. <laughs> because... Number one, we get rid of Lori already right off the bat. I think that was like the first 10, 15 minutes? Probably, yeah. I want to say 10 minutes. Probably 10. And Jamie just has this look on her face like, I don't want to be here. So I feel like that she only did this because they said, we'll kill you off in the beginning. Or she demanded that. I could see that. Yeah. So then my question would be is what did uh, Gordon Green say to bring her back? She's like, or if he's like, we'll give you a more satisfying ending. Um, but so then we really, though, get introduced to the new lady of this uh, of this movie named Sarah, who is all who is also the only one conscious in that classroom. I recognize her from something else. Uh, yeah, uh, her name is Bianca Choka. Where have I seen her, though? She was in Rules of Engagement. Oh, my God. That is her. Yeah. Holy shit. And then she was in another series called Undateable. Yeah, I remember her in Rules of Engagement. Yeah. Wow, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. that's but, my order. But then we also were like, oh, hey, Katie Sackhoff is also yeah. in this, who plays her best friend, Jen. Yeah. Two people that would then go on to be known for more uh, television stuff. Yeah. Um, and they're also their one black guy friend who's obsessed with cooking named uh, Rudy. And nutrition. Yeah. <laughs> because as we know, it, it might be bit, still big now, but back then, uh, they were definitely not going to have this black guy date any of these white girls. Yeah. And I definitely got the impression that he was into Sarah. I, I just thought that I kind of saw that. Um, but they meet up because they find out that they've been selected for a reality show. Dangertainment? Yeah. Because you also have to think, so this is early 2000s, so yep. this is like the early yep. reality shows popping. Yeah, it was the craze back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. And shortly after that, we then get. Um, very, uh, let's say, running theme Yeah. of sexual harassment and stuff. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, shit. Um, because cause we get, like, this just random guy walks into their college dorm and starts touching mm. their panties on a panty tree. But he also has the look of, I don't care that you look are looking at me. And he, like, smelled them, too. I was like, oh, God, okay, yeah. he's getting out of control right now. Didn't even know him from Adam. Yeah, and Katie Sackhoff's character is, like, just, like, staring at him, like, you really don't care that we see you. He's <laughs> like, you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, also kind of leads to the question of, why do you have that in the doorway? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Um, but, so, then after that, we get introduced 
to the character that is just known as Deckard. Oh, yeah. And you said you recognized him. Deckard. The guy on the computer. Oh, yes. He was in a couple Disney movies, but especially it was one called Luck of the Irish back in the 90s. and It was really good. But I, I completely forgot his name, and I was like, oh, Ryan Merriman. I get it now. And I saw his face, and I was like, okay. But I had no idea he was in this. Yeah. Um, which also, though, plays into a, another small theme that I have throughout this entire thing. But he is, like, convinced that in a way that he is, like, dating Sarah. Because they've only ever <laughs> communicated through here. Yeah. Um, which I'm pretty sure that they mentioned it right. She's in college. I think he's in high school. That seems right. Yeah, that's not weird or awkward. <laughs> um, but shortly after that, we then basically then meet the rest of the cast. Yeah. And they all get together for their, uh, I don't know, I guess their video test. Like, because that's where we meet. The man of the hour that runs the whole damn thing, Busta Rhymes. And they got chosen, right? Yeah, they got chosen. Uh, but I guess they just wanted to do like some kind of visual audio test with them. Um, the new equipment, I see. Yeah. Um, and, what it, and everybody else is kind of like stereotypical, just like, yeah, you're just here to do this and this. But what sets Sarah apart? <laughs> Guy knocks over a light, it falls down, and she screams so loud, a uh, glass breaks. <laughs> which never comes back into play here. Yeah. She's got like the biggest pipes in the world, like an opera singer or something. She's got the real high pitch, I guess. I don't. Yeah. I didn't get it. I thought, is she X Men? Oh, yeah. She's Siren or yeah, something. Yeah, right. Like that. Is she uh, Sindel from Mortal Kombat? What's going on? Yeah. Um, but I was just like. So, they're then trying to make her be, like, I guess the new Scream Queen. I mean, I guess you could say at least Jamie Lee Curtis never broke glass. Um, <laughs> but that was enough to really impress, like, Busta Rhymes. Like, he was, like, the most impressed with her. Um, but then we cut back to Busta in his hotel room watching, I guess he says, Chung Lee. <laughs> Yeah, which is like, is that the Street Fighter reference? Or or can they not say Bruce Lee? That's... Yeah, they may have not gotten that clearance. Um, which plays into later. That's foreshadowing. But the <laughs> oh weird... my god. But the weird thing is that he's kind of like talking to himself. Mm -hmm. Which I was just kind of like, you know, you probably could have had somebody else in the room here to make him not look crazy. But apparently that's most of his scenes. He ends with him talking to yeah. himself. Um, so we then, we then have like this little moment of like Sarah and her friends like in like a store or something. And she like for some reason sees Michael in a mirror. Mm. Which then cuts to a little boy in a costume. I was like, oh, he turned into a little boy. Right, holy hell. Which... Is kind of a big question here with me with, like, I don't understand the connection with this character. No, no. Um, and then they're shown, then they're, then they're shown, like, the head mount cameras that they'll yeah. be having. Yeah. Um, which definitely kind of, to me, emulates 
the production people behind this, which is the Weinsteins. Yeah. Because what's the very first thing they start doing is they start looking down Cleveland. They look in at everything, and they're even making weird jokes that make no sense. Throughout. Um, but one of like, the biggest jokes was, cameras are so phallic. It's like, what? <laughs> Whatever. Um, and in the... The only little bit, because I'm going to say uh, they could not afford her for that much. Uh, so what's the only thing that we kind of get involving uh, Tyra Banks? Mm. Uh, one of the only scenes that she's in is she is in a production room with a cameraman who gets is the worst way killed possible as far as cinematic and just reaction-wise. Oh, yeah, the... And tripod. Yeah. But while that is happening was the only thing we'd have uh, Tyra Banks dancing while she makes herself a drink. <laughs> when clearly they were, they were panning in on certain things. No. <laughs> I mean, it's not like the Weinsteins were like, hey, we have Tyra Banks here, so we're not going to have her not dance in front of the camera. We're not going to take advantage of this at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they... They then all arrive and about and about to enter the home, and they're setting up all their camera stuff. And Busta goes, "Let the danger tainment begin." I was like, "Did you notice his mouth right there?" It was like, which is weird because the rest of the film he gets away with it. Yeah, he's saying it clearly. And I'm just like, was he told not to? Because I'm pretty sure this was rated R. What? I, I didn't quite get that. And uh, another big thing for me with this is, so this is early 2000s technology. Yep. yep. We already see how complicated video streams can be today. Even today, yeah. Back then, I don't know how any of that worked. No, it's, it was really bad back in the early 2000s. I mean, even the, like, footage style was very found you know footage style but it's still just like I don't see how this power is even this good here at this time a lot of it was just like wasn't making me sick but a lot of it was like you know all over the place and I was just like that was shaky and yes. nauseating and that, that, that is true to form that is how it worked back in the early 2000s I was just like oh god it just brings back bad memories and it brings back dialogue basically it's like I'm glad that shit's over yeah um so they enter the home and of course what's the first thing that Rudy thinks of because he apparently cannot think of anything else He's like, oh, it has to have a good kitchen. Yeah. I'm going to go check that out. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? It must have a big kitchen. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I know they technically, like, cut your balls off in this movie, but even people I know that are even, like, myself that are can be obsessive about food yeah. and stuff like that, we're not like that. Especially when the fact that we're in a home of a supposed serial killer. 
and don't always talk about somebody getting their protein. I think he said it two or three times in the movie. He's like, you didn't get enough protein. Well, that was like a weird thing he was saying was yeah. why he was like that. Yeah. Um, but also the just both inside and outside, I'm pretty sure that's not the Myers house. Yeah, I didn't look very uh, true to form. Yeah. And in fact, there's even at one point when they have like trick-or-treaters going around and they go to like a house to put a pumpkin on. I'm pretty sure that was the yeah. house. That looked awesome. Um, but of course, as soon as they get in the house, we have to have reality show references. Yeah. You're this close to getting voted off the island. Um, and boy, uh, the sexual jokes in this. Are really bad. Pre- preferencing jokes here is just almost too much. And you know, and that's what I forgot about this the most was how bad that was. Yeah. Like they were cringe. Like that's how bad it just was in general back then. I get made, pretty sure it made both of us feel uncomfortable when we weren't even in the damn movie. Yeah. Well, uh, if you want to know a little insight here, uh, I already watched this. So I watched this again because the first time I took notes. <laughs> the the first time is always taking notes. The second time is reacting. Um, but we also then get some very uh, throughout, and this happens throughout the film. But this is just pause for the course. Terrible jump scares. It got gets annoying very quick. The chair. Uh, the chair, and then just them themselves playing with each other, scaring each other, um, which leads me to a, one particular character, uh, Bill, played by Thomas Ian Nicholas. Oh yeah, he's the biggest perv in this whole fucking thing. Like he felt like the embodiment of the Weinstein's. That is what he actually made me the most uncomfortable. You know, that's saying something, because this was filmed like three years after American Pie. Yeah, this is shortly after he got big from that. Yeah. And shit, he was in Rookie of the Year in 1993. <laughs> yep. Uh, and to continue on with what I'm now going to say is uh, this film just making me think of other movies that I should be watching. <laughs> We get a Pulp Fiction reference. Yep, yep. Because, again, this is from Miramax, and they have the rights to Pulp Fiction. So I'm like, I'm already thinking of Pulp Fiction, and your fucking name is Deadcard. So I'm thinking of Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. Um, But the thing that really catches my eye now about that is his friend, who dressed up as Samuel L. Jackson... With? A hair pick. I was like, dude, I think you were fine until you put that in there. That was a little too much. Yeah. Um, that That's where the other kind of uncomfortableness was then in there. Uh, so back in the, I'm throwing quotes up here, Myers house, <laughs> they started exploring different like levels and things like this. Which also just leads into the biggest perv to me in this whole thing. Bill exactly sounds like Harvey Weinstein. I mean, it 
But then it just leads into every guy sounds like Harvey Weinstein. I was going to say the, the guy was wearing a leather jacket. Yeah. He was like the second one. And I was like, okay, now he's starting to do it too. Mm-hmm. Like, when are you going to stop thinking with your head and more with your body? Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> hey, Donna, nice legs. When do they open? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, legs, when do they open? One or two? Oh. That was bad. Um, but then there's this, like, w- moment when Jen gets, like, screams and is scared. And then it cuts to Busta and Tyra in the production mm. meeting. And he gives, like, the longest weird toast ever. Like, was it really a toast, though? They, they clicked. I mean, yeah, they, I guess they, it was. They chinged but... at the end. Yeah. Which... Also, kind of is something that never got explained in this, which was, were they kind of dating in this? Um, presumably so, yes. But, again. Never mentioned. We never really got much Tyra in this. Mm-hmm. So, if you also were to tell me, was she bad in this? I don't have enough info. <laughs> She's not really in this a whole lot. The budget wasn't big enough for her or Lori. Yeah, I mean, Busta, even though he got top billing, I'm going to assume Tyra was expensive too. Probably. So they were like, uh, this is the days you have to shoot with me, and yep, you ran out. <laughs> like, I, because th- it'll, I'll lead into that later. Um, but then, and everybody is kind of off on their own thing and then bill with uh jen gosh that that's the cringiest moment when he says yeah take your top off you'll light up a million screens oh yeah yeah Uh, and i also didn't actually put this down until watching it Michael is very, uh, just walking around this house, mm-hmm. just like, hello, hello. He knows, he knows exactly where every camera is placed. Yeah, and he, even before that, in the mental home, yeah, he walks by a camera at the exact moment that they're not looking. <laughs> um, but it's just, he, he just seems like he's just walking around kind of bored. Like, just aimlessly, just like, you know. Um... Because I, I guess maybe is he trying to, like, wait for a right moment? Like, that, because he's watching her, like, teasing him. Mm-hmm. And something. he's like, well, if she takes that off. And then she does and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after she then, uh, after Jen actually scares uh, the rest of them, she pranks them. Mm-hmm. Which... Yeah, that definitely leads into that friendship not looking weird. Bill like, then... Bill, bitch, slut. Yeah. Um, Bill then walks into a <laughs> bathroom and uh, is the first victim of Michael where he bursts through the mirror and grabs him. He's doing his head. Uh, I think he actually does just it break his like hands. A... Reoccurring theme in the yeah. movie. 
he uses his head to break through the door to get to Lori, but I don't think he actually uses his head through the mirror. I can't remember. Mirror, no, which I was just like, okay, so I guess this is a two-way mirror? Probably. I mean, but they do kind of set up that the house is kind of rigged up, mm-hmm. which is why I'm like, I don't think this is the Meyer home. Yeah, I don't think it was. But for some reason, Michael is here. Um, <laughs> he was just walking around. <laughs> um, but Bill's death slash kill kind of, though, makes me then reference for everything else where these kills are not that great. They're pretty stale and boring. Um, his, I'm pretty sure he just ends up stabbing him in the head. Yeah, yeah he stabbed him two or three times in the chest. Then it was in the head. But the editing was on some of these yeah. kills is really bad. Well, because they would then decide to cut to the camera on their head. Yeah. Which, again, if you don't want to make everybody feel sick. I was, saying, I was getting motion sickness a little bit. And I guess because when he stabs in the head, he cuts the cord on the camera. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I'm, I guess Michael just did it perfectly because it literally cut the feed. And yeah. Michael knew that. Which then has one of the only lines from Tyra going, Hey, something happened to Bill's camera. Um, so then during more walks around the house, they go to uh, was Sarah, Rudy, and Jen in one room. And again, without missing a beat, they have to reference something that makes us think of a better movie. And they have Sarah reenact the closet scene. Yeah. With Rudy busting oh, yeah. the door. I got huge vibes from that. Yeah. But, again, what was that for? Just that. Um, <laughs> and which also then leads into another reoccurring thing that you definitely were picking up and saying was, so Decker is watching this at this party that they're at, mm-hmm. and people just end up showing up in the room just like, Oh, I mean, the first two were like, they were like, look, they were going to like get freaky. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, it's that Michael Myers show. Do you want to watch? The dude says no, but then the chick says, yeah, sure. (laughs) No, yeah, sure. And he's just like, wait, what? Like, damn it. Deckard, you blocked me. (laughs) Blocked it. Um, But then it was just like, when people would walk in, like every single person, they would literally pan back into that room. Yeah, which... Every time. I didn't understand all that panning back. It was unneeded. I could have cut two, three minutes of the movie right there. Maybe even five. (laughs) (laughs) This is already not even an hour and a half movie. Um, But while Jen, Rudy, and Sarah are kind of like rummaging through some things, they find some like... What clearly seem to be planted things. Yeah. Because even Rudy's like picking up like, hey, the... Spice in the cabinet. Yeah, that was fresh. Yeah, this is forty-five-year-old time, or I can't remember what he said, but uh, but it's just like when you're also fans of the Myers series, you're just like, I don't think that he actually was like, you know, traumatized by anything in the house. It never came off that way. Mm-hmm. Again, it's just he just had evil just inside of him at some point nobody knows but that's one of the other explorations about this thing um so 
then it kind of gets to a part with two characters that I've only kind of recently mentioned. And that's characters named Donna and Jim. The leather jacket guy. Mm-hmm. And then the redhead woman that always sounds is very pretentious. Yeah. Because she's like a... She mentions like she's some kind of art major or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they find an underground room. Which again, I'm like, I don't feel like this is the Myers house. Because it looked to me like I, I mentioned to you, it looked like a bomb shelter. Yeah. It's really like a little lid. You know, you had to have a, a big ass key for God's sakes. I mean, really. I mean, I'm talking like a huge key, like maybe one of the biggest keys I've ever seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. And you literally had to use that to get open this thing. It literally looked like like a bomb shelter hatch. Yeah. Which, again, that's that that was taking place in the. Let's say sixties and seventies. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would have had a bomb shelter. Probably not, no. Um, but then, <laughs> too commonly now, for some reason, that leads into Donna and Jim for some reason wanting to have sex. Yeah, they've been kind of. Well, I mean, I guess they were kind of hinting at it a little bit. I mean, she tried to kiss him, and he goes, "No, no, no." Yeah, but before that. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was very fast. Yeah. Reoccurring theme, maybe in Halloween. <clears throat> yeah. But, like, before that, they were just, like, yeah. mouthing off to yeah. each other. Like, oh. <laughs> is that how you flirt? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she even makes, like, a weird joke that did not make sense. Like, because um, I guess whatever he was studying, she equivalates if she were to have sex or date him. Yes. Would be dating a lesbian. Oh, what was he? Was he a music teacher or a music major, something maybe. like that? Maybe. Like if it was like if I, you know, if I slept with a future music teacher, it'd be like equivalent to sleeping with a lesbian or being a lesbian. I can't remember what it is. Something like that. that Made no sense. No. In fact, that kind of makes her seem kind of more ignorant. And yeah. I don't know where they were getting out with that. Um, but they they start to go at it, and with the like, cameras rolling. Yeah, and they're like, well, there's no cameras down here, so we'll just pop these off. I'm like, uh, they're still on, dumbasses. <laughs> still can hear everything. Um, and then the wall bursts in. Again, what clearly looks like a planned it was, thing. It was a planted wall. Because then it even cuts back to Busta and Tyra laughing. Yeah. Um, and then even some skeletons fall down. And I love how Jim has to pick up one and mm-hmm. goes, made in Taiwan. Taiwan. I was like, Wait, you can tell when you picked it up. <laughs> uh, but then this leads into maybe my favorite scene. When Busta runs into Michael for the first oh, time. Oh, yeah, I, I might agree with you on that. Uh, because Busta comes in, and he's dressed up as Michael Myers, too. Because, again, he's like, well... What do I have to do to spice up the show? Yeah, I was confused by that at first, just because I was like, well, I mean, that's obviously somebody planted, but I wasn't sure if it was Busta or not. Yeah. yeah. And then we see Michael behind him following, and he's even caught clearly on camera. The one time he did not remember the camera, apparently. It was when he sees himself. Yeah. And which leads into Busta then looking at him. And just going off on him because he, I guess he thinks that he's like the other worker mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. Um, he's like, "You're, I'm the one playing Michael Myers. 
what the fuck are you doing? You're going to ruin the whole effect. And Michael is just standing there breathing. Yeah. And he just keeps going and going. And he's like, uh, my favorite part, and you even brought it up, was the mouth. Yes. How it was open. And, yeah. You know, it would kind of go up and down. It, was, and it looked really funny. And, my, and I think my favorite was when he went, God damn it. <laughs> I left the back door unlocked for your ass. And I, and this, but this then leads into one of the things that made me go, you know what? Busta is one of Michael's weaknesses. Because I think that entire time that he was talking, Michael was just standing there going, okay, bitch, but when you, when you stop talking, I'll get you. But he just kept going yeah, kept and going, going. And then he's just like, okay, fuck, I'll go away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that might be, to me, the best scene I, in the whole movie. 110% agree with you. I, mean, right. I, was, I was laughing all the damn time. Yeah. Uh, so, we, we then discover, discover with Donna that she finds a tunnel that leads hmm. to where Michael actually has been staying, which... Funny enough. Which gave some answers to how he's been surviving for three years, apparently. But, again, this whole time I've been under the thought of, this doesn't seem like the Myers home, so why is he under this? Which then leads into her then getting killed. And, again, to me it was not a very impressive... Just shove her into a thing that's sharp. And it's just like, well, you wanted some kind of penetration. There you go. <laughs> and we clearly saw it like two minutes before he killed her. Because literally they kept panning onto it. And she was like slowly, slowly pushing her towards it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It, well, I mean, it's called suspense. Yeah. Um, so after that death, we then cut to one of the other tropes that you don't do in a horror movie. Uh, and that's Rudy and Jen getting high. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, and you even said, wow, that was a long bong hit. <laughs> yeah, jeez, she was fucking taking that. And of course, what is Sarah doing this time? Reading. Mm -hmm. She has to be the straight and narrow one. Yep. Um, I and I guess though the thing is you have to be a virgin, but you have to be kind of cool. If you're a nerd, you're still gonna. <laughs> so, th but then they run into who they think is Michael. Nope, it's Busta dressed up as, <laughs> and he's like, "Shut off the cameras! Shut them off!" And they all turn off remotely, and I was like. Again, I'm like, wait, this technology? <laughs> and he, like, basically he tells them everything. Yeah, of course everything is planted. What, you think people just want reality? Mm -hmm. And he kind of talks them into staying. Uh, Jen had walked away after this and discovers and finds Bill's body that apparently was put up in the attic. Mm -hmm. uh, which then leads into Michael then discovering her on the stairs and she gets killed by her him cutting her head off with his knife which again I'm just like 
every victim here has the exact same expression, just yeah, and standing still. I'm just like move, and but I could then could help because her head then rolls down the stairs, and I'm like. Is this a comedy? <laughs> and then the head didn't really look like her, like when it panned onto it for a second. I'm like, no. then when it panned back onto it, it was her actual face. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, and this is also when, like, they're like, hey, we've had, like, this long gap of, like, nothing happening almost. Michael is finally here. Well, let's uh, rack up these kills now. Because then, then he decides to kill Jim. But... He definitely doesn't use his knife. He decides to crush his head. But again, this was very unimpressive to me. At least with Jason, I think the eyes would have popped out. Yeah. This was just kind of like, he, he squeezed, and then it was like they had, okay, catch a packet, release, <laughs> out of the eyes. Yeah. And then he just drops them. Um, which... Uh, Michael then almost chases uh, Sarah up the stairs, mm -hmm. and her foot falls through the stairs, and yeah. he's about to get her. Who decides to come in and distract him? Rudy. Because <laughs> as I said, I'm even though he is supposed to be her friend, I'm pretty sure he's actually yeah, interested in Sarah. Does. So he then distract. Because this is another thing with Michael that I was just like, wow, he gets distracted so easily for some reason. Uh, he follows him into the kitchen, into the kitchen. where Rudy is going to feel right at home because he uses just about everything. Uh, he throws a frying pan at him. He then even hits him in the shoulder with a rolling pin. But most of all, the spices. Yes. The spice must flow. <laughs> but the best way to me was that he didn't just pop open spice and pfft. yeah it was it looked like he opens up the box and then kind of rummages through they're like no not that one not that one not that one <laughs> and then he takes off the top and then has to spread in his hand just to, <laughs> right into the eyes of michael which again i guess that's a small weakness of him spice <laughs> or you know hit hit the eyes yeah um and he, at first, Rudy then starts to kind of look like he's going to be a little bit of a badass here. Because then he picks up the tools in the kitchen that I would have picked up first. Two knives. And he's like, you want me to make you into sushi, motherfucker? Yeah, that's pretty Or something good. like that. Yeah, that's what he said. But then he tries to go out a door. It's locked. And what does he do? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, it's over. His register just goes up, not like a badass, like, oh, shit. It just goes, oh, shit. <laughs> Which, again, why you have these people then sound so hilarious right before their death. And then that was also another thing that I was, like, trying to figure out exactly how Michael killed him. Because he grabs him by his arms. Yeah, I think he... He's holding the knives this way, like mm -hmm. they're behind his hands. And I think he put his arms down, and, and then he went. 
I don't know why he would be, you know, to do it like that, but that's what I got out of it. I don't know. Because I thought if he did that, maybe his, his knives would go into his sides. Maybe. I think they were just trying, quote here, to say that if he just put his arms down and he was just kind of like this. And he, yeah. I don't know. But then that does lead him to another funny visual. He's stuck on the door, and Michael goes through the door. Yes, yes. He, he's like, and again, he opens up the door. Like I said, these are all just trophies to him. Yeah. They're just like, he's just like, oh, that's a nice decoration. Right, yeah. I, I will not break this door. And again, it's not his house. True. <laughs> um, so, one of, uh, definitely one of the reasons why they had to have uh, Deckard watch this show is because he then had to be hit her texting voice. Gosh. Which that, gosh, those textings. Yeah, I, it was bad. I was like, I know this is early 2000s, but damn, is that how they were? Yeah. Like, because whenever we get messages, we get like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, it was like, it loads the message. Letter by letter. It's like, dee, 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 yep. dee. I was just like, is that what they did? I don't know. Um, but she starts getting messages to, from him to help, like, where's Michael, you know, ways to go around, uh, which kind of starts to lead into another roof incident with Michael also using his head again, go through the window, but guess what? Boom. Kicked right away. Yeah. It's like, uh, and you know what? I think after that, he's like, okay, I've learned. (laughs) (laughs) Stop using my head. Uh, and after that small little roof incident she gets into a room and what do we have to get a Blair Witch reference yeah, oh yeah for sure pull down the camera yeah I'm so scared oh yeah it was like, I was just like perfect angle literally and of course it was a flashlight and I was like oh my god that was Blair Witch because mm-hmm. again they they know they ain't shit, so they got to reference other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when Deckard starts to help out with the messages. And one of the things where he has to is um, she has to then go over uh, Bill's body. Yeah. And I was just like, I bet she's like, yeah, I never liked you. It's like, this is as close as you're ever going to get. Yeah, you... You were trying your ass off to get in Katie Zaxoff's pants. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, never once even really tried for her, so... Nope. Um, and all of a sudden, Busta comes out of nowhere, and, he's, and he tells the obvious, he's like, Everybody is dead. <laughs> Gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I was just like, wow, Busta, did you not realize maybe you're... You can just talk your way out? <laughs> Um, and uh, <laughs> maybe the only scene that's close to when Busta is talking to Michael is when he fights Michael <laughs> because then that cuts back to apparently why Busta was watching all these kung fu movies <laughs> god because apparently he can do kung fu just from watching movies <laughs> And, it, and you said, what is this, Shaq Fu? Yeah, I did. I was like, no, it's Busta Fu. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, again, he actually does pretty well against Michael. Kicks him out a window, and because Sarah had wrapped oh, a cable God. around, 
He then looks like he got lynched. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do they slowly find out? Uh, yeah, that didn't do anything. <laughs> my, my, Michael is fine. Gets back in the house. Stabs Busta a couple times. And it looked like in the shoulder region. Twice. Twice. So that would... Yeah, oh. that killed him. Well... <laughs> Starts to chase Sarah, which, I mean, we've kind of said this already a few times, but this is definitely apparent. This camera work was terrible. Yeah, I hated it. It made me sick. <laughs> um, which then uh, leads into Sarah then finding Tyra, who had been killed <laughs> off screen. Yep. That's all she needed right there. Yeah. And before she discovers, she walks into the room and slips on a pile of blood and falls in there. I'm like, did Sam Raimi take over? Uh, and I think that there's a deleted scene of how Tyra gets killed. And I think I even looked it up and I was like, yeah, that still wasn't... I, I didn't even need that. <laughs> I mean, it would have been nice to know exactly how she died, but... Then again, it wasn't that really impressive. He hung her by something. I guess. I, I think it was. Attention. I think it was. Uh, was it a cord she was using? It's like a for like the communication or the like the mic cord or something. Uh, I think it was like really thin wire. Like I don't know what that's referred to. Yeah, as. some kind of wire. Yeah. Um, which uh, before that, how she had escaped, Michael was like. Oh, yeah, you're going to be down there, and I'm going to shut this lid on you. He has a look of, bitch, I can get around. <laughs> and then she stops and looks. She's like, oh, he's still coming. Okay. And then, yeah, after she discovers Tyra and kind of, like, walks around, boom, there he is about to walk into the room. And, again, he just has a look of just, I don't even have to try. He just nonchalantly opens up the door. And he was actually using the camera feed, I think, because he, he knew where yeah. she was, yeah. Yeah. So again, are they also trying to show how he is also very smart? Oh well, because guess what? He finds her. We need another reference. Chainsaw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sarah pops out with this big old chainsaw, starts to freak out Michael. Cause yeah. Um. Which then, through that action, starts to set up a fire because she had also poured, accidentally poured gasoline from a lawnmower. Uh, she gets uh, then trapped down because after it explodes, it knocks her down, and I guess the soundboard was, like, on her legs. Yeah, that the, the one that Buster Rhyme just didn't take any effort at all and just threw it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, hey, you know how you said... And kill Busta. Nope, Busta <laughs> is fine. Burst through that fire door to give us that good old one-liner. Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> and Michael just has this look on his face like, are you fucking kidding me? Because, <laughs> again, I think the biggest thing that this film has shown is that he has a weakness for Busta. Busta is his weakness. Um, because... He has a scuffle with him. Michael gets, you know, the advantage. 
But what's the way that he knows how to mess with any pert guy? Electricity to the dick. Oh, yeah, dude, that, that hurt me. Oh, God. And uh, I think if you actually listened carefully, there actually may have been a little bit of Michael screaming. No, did he? Because yeah. there, there was just this weird drone sound, like... Yeah. I'm like, well, if he is a man, I don't care. He's going <laughs> to say something. Um, which then leads him into the wires, and the fire starts to, you know, consume him, and Busta grabs Sarah up and escapes. What did he say when he walked out? Uh... Happy Halloween, Michael. Because he has to. <laughs> um, which kind of then goes into like this whole thought I started to have. They started to have Sarah come off as like a capable, you know, woman foe to him. Mm-hmm. Busta is like the clear, like, they wanted to make him look the best as possible. Because he then saves her, like, mm-hmm. by getting that soundboard off her and then for some reason, throwing her over his shoulder, which I felt like he just did that. <laughs> um, so the house burns down insanely fast. <laughs> yeah, it must have just hit hit some kind of explosion or something because it, it there was literally boards just left, a couple of boards standing, and I'm like, my God, that was fast. Yeah, and uh, I like and I like how. We, we even reacted to it. She gets a message from Deckard saying, You're alive! <laughs> Shit. Thank you, Decker. I needed to know that. I was uh, a little late, but thanks. Yeah. I, yeah, and, here, and here's a small question I now have. Uh, do you think that they ever then met in real life? No. Because then what would have happened? <laughs> She'd be like, Oh, you're Deckard. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> You're younger than me. By, by a considerable amount. Um, and th- and th- this also leads into another one of my favorite parts, because it's Busta talking to the news people. Mm-hmm. And throughout all the Halloweens, pretty much, I'm pretty sure before this one, we always had Loomis mm-hmm. as like the closing thoughts, you know, soliloquy. What does Busta say to rival anything Lewis has ever said? Michael Myers is a kill shark in baggy ass overalls. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, Loomis would be proud. <laughs> and we even mentioned it right when it happened. Person just gets on his nerves a lot and he punches or shoves a camera. I'm yeah. Like, well, that's a fucking lawsuit. Yeah, a lawsuit and if that camera would have broken, it would have been you know, a considerable amount of money. And uh, also, you know how we were talking about, like, we just don't understand how, like, the technology was working like this mm-hmm. back then. Uh, did you also get, think of this, the staff is very low here. Because all we ever see are Busta, Tyra, and one t- cameraman. Yeah. I don't think they actually had clearance. Yeah. I think that they were doing this under the law. Um, also, to kind of just harp back on all the sexual 
harassment and things like this. Um, these people are so dumb. What do they have on them right now? Cameras. Mm -hmm. They have mics. They are not going to get famous after this. They are going to get charged with sexual harassment, yeah. and they're going to go nowhere. That's true. So, I don't know. It kind of makes me think of something else that a bunch of people did with cameras and recording themselves, and they got off fine. <laughs> January 6th. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we then, we then supposedly see the fried remains of Michael. You didn't really see it. Yeah. And I knew they wouldn't show his face. And, but we can't have this without Busta coming in here mm -hmm. saying, some chicken fried motherfucker. That was my favorite line in the movie. It's just like, Busta. That was my favorite line in the movie. I mean, I don't know if it's funny or too stereotypical. Yeah. I laughed. But, Again, I'm pretty sure that was hit him improvising. Um, and we then have Michael transported to a morgue, which we let, which we hear the people that bring him in there like, you actually have a celebrity here. And mm -hmm. she's like, oh, really? Who? Uh, Michael Myers. And she just lights up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She kind of had to look like if, if Russ found out he was going to meet Michael. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, it probably would have been a little similar. Um, and she, of course, unzips it, and it looks like she's about to take the mask off, and boom, eyes open. Credits. That's it. Uh, I had forgotten so much. Like, I, I know I've seen it, but I felt like I had never seen it because I just forgot about so much of that. Specifically, mm -hmm. mainly, the, the bad sexual jokes and comments uh, that and then I found out who was behind it and I'm like well yeah I mean, it really Harvey, does make sense Harvey Weinstein yep it does um just, just gonna pull up something here so did you also get the feeling that this is also a pretty cheap looking movie yes so the budget was 15 million wow only five million short of Halloween ends. Yeah, what the freaking hell. And this made thirty-seven point six million. So, probably the tiniest of profits. And, I mean, I kind of referenced it when I played the trailer for you. Did you also notice that this came out a weird time? Summer. Yeah. A Halloween movie. Yeah. In. Uh, Did HTO come out in the summer too? Uh, so Resurrection came out in July. Wow. Yeah. The middle of summer. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween H2O. Oh, well, so it had a premiere in Los Angeles on the 27th of July. It then was worldwide, it was then in the United States, August. Okay. So 5th. both summer. Yeah. And the budget for H2O was $17 million, Damn. And it made $75 million. A lot more. Yeah. And there also was talks immediately that they were going to work on a sequel. To that? To Resurrection. Mm -hmm. 
Um, do you remember in H2O how Lori had a son? Yeah. Yeah. He was going to be the next one to seek revenge. Oh, God. Not a bad premise, actually. It's true, but... <laughs> but if they were going the route of, like, resurrection, like, film-wise... Yeah, the same people behind it. I was like, oh, man. Uh, Great idea, probably poor execution. Yeah. Um, so, now this poses the question, though, to you. After now rewatching Resurrection for the mm-hmm. second time ever, do, what do you think is the current worst, the, or is the worst I of this can't franchise? Believe that I'm saying this, but I do believe that Resurrection has taken the top spot. <laughs> I think it was just the. I just, like I said, I just completely blanked on this. Like I, I know I'd seen it because I remember certain things about it, but the fact that. A lot of the camera work, maybe a little motion sickness, A, and just the editing was horrific. I didn't like any of the kills. Mm-hmm. I'd seen like I, I, I'd seen most of them, you know. Yeah, it's like okay, I've seen that, and just I don't know the the lack of, especially the lack of Lori because I actually really liked her in the movie and she wasn't in it very much. Yeah, and also just a common thing I noticed uh, so you remember one of the things that was about her character in the 2018 that people said she was a lot alike another certain other mm. character from a franchise yeah. Sarah Connor yes yeah oh yeah yeah I get it T2 yeah T2 she's in the nut house mm-hmm. yeah so apparently, there's a weird combination of her and Sarah are a lot alike. The only yeah. difference is that Sarah has not come back from the dead multiple times. <laughs> I didn't put that together. Damn. Uh, so it seems like she had an interesting character set up, but then they're like, "Oh wait, that Sarah Connor is actually a really strong woman yeah. character in cinema. We're gonna make her just like her." <laughs> Like, uh, I think Sarah Connor would have figured out, hey, blow up Michael. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's another weird tie-in. What do you think about that one? <laughs> Halloween and Terminator franchise <laughs> crossover. <laughs> you know, have Michael meet either the T-1000 or Arnold the bad. Michael Myers encounters Skynet. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He'd be like, well, if how Skynet has been the last couple movies, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Shink. <laughs> Cut the plug. Because <laughs> that's what Skynet has turned into. Um, yeah. It, it's strange for me because this is easily, like, the cheapest-looking one the acting and characters in this are pretty terrible, except oh, for Busta. Busta. That's what I was getting at. Um, and it's def and it's definitely, but it's also not as long. That's very true. Uh, Halloween ends and Halloween kills. I'm pretty sure are about twenty some minutes longer. Yeah, ends is hour fifty, and then kills is hour forty five. Yeah. Um, 
And I mean, with the fact that there's just also sequences and ends where it's just like riding around. What do you fucking drive or something? You're not being emotional here. Um, I'm gonna say as far as like film made wise, this is the worst. Yeah, I agree with that. However, I could put this on and have fun with people like you and stuff like that. Sure. That's the only way I could watch this. Sure. Um, the funny thing is, is now all of these Halloweens are actually available in 4K now. Like all of them? All of them. Because, like, they started out as, like, singles. Mm-hmm. They left the last batch. Uh, Halloween 4, 5, 6, H2O, and Resurrection to be in one box. Really? Wow. Yeah. I was like, wait, out of all of them, you decide to put those ones together. And yeah, I mean, the artwork is cool. It's very cool. And now it's like... Three is my favorite artwork, actually. Yeah. and now, But now it's like, do I want to see Resurrection at a higher resolution? I don't know if that would help, to be honest. Would it help the shakiness of all that crap? I don't think so, but mm-hmm. maybe it might. You never know. I mean... But, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would have to, though, give resurrection as far as my own creative rotten egg rating on this no mercy edition the gym bag (laughs) open up oh this is terrible hey come here smell this because i i i know that other i know that damon definitely did want to talk about this because he's familiar with it um I'm going to give it the, oh, what's the, that really nasty tasting fruit. It smells like onions. Onions? Yeah, it's. Jackfruit? No, it's like a huge. Durian? Durian. Oh, you're going to give it the durian? I'm going to give it the durian treatment. So why is that? Because, you know, it's deceptively bad, you know, on the outside and like, Smells really bad and everything, and some people actually like the taste of it. Mm-hmm. But like, like very few people like the taste of it. So very few people like the taste of that because yeah. Buster Rhymes, you know, he's mm-hmm. actually the comedy relief. Yeah. So that's what I guess that's what I'm getting at. I mean, I definitely can't. If if I was told that if I had to really sit through that or Freddie got fingered alone, I would pick that um, because. I, I give I I said I've give Freddie Got Fingered the pile of shit that you have to dig through to find the morsel of comedy. You don't have to dig through as much shit as that, because you're just like, when does Busta come back on? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if I'm gonna say film wise, it's the worst out of all of them. But it's more rewatchable than the last couple. <laughs> I might agree with you on that. Which kind of says more about the others. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's... You're like, how is a movie that's 20 years older... Better than some of the... More... Well, not not even necessarily better. Just more rewatchable. Rewatchable. Because 
it's almost like, hey, take a page out of their book. Be entertainingly bad. That's true. So, because I'd rather be entertainingly bad than boring. But, yeah, so... (laughs) How have you felt after this experience, after Halloween ends and now Resurrection? (laughs) Well, I mean, last night... You know, I had that headache, and I got it about halfway through the movie, and I was like, oh, God, this is literally exactly what I pictured it being. And then, you know, I felt shitty, but after after this, you know, I had a couple of laughs, so I can't bully you out. I'm saying this, but I had a better time of resurrection than I did with ends, which, mm-hmm. like I said, is crazy to me, but Busta Rhymes yeah. made me laugh, so. Yeah. Imagine if Busta would have shown up oh. at ends. Just, not even they like for well. not even like a big part. Just at the end, they might as well. Like when he got shoved into the. What if he would have been the one to shove him into the meat grinder? Uh, I think he probably would have been one of the ones to touch like his body. And then, but when he when well, then when he does go in, they're like, trick or treat, motherfucker! Oh my god! If somebody would have said that, <laughs> hey, it would made me laugh. Hey, they were referencing everything else from the franchise. That's true. Why yeah. not? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to, go all out. I mean, you reference everything from even H2O. You might as well reference that one. Even though, I guess that's... Resurrection has been considered not canon anymore. Mm. But again, this is a franchise of choose your own adventure. You want to have a laugh? Include Resurrection in there. I like how H2O looked at uh, actors from I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. Also, though, that's the same like poster art that was happening during that time, yeah. which started with Scream. Yeah. Which I give Scream a pass because it's very good. Yeah. But that kind of poster style I've always been not a fan of. And I like how they just kind of use the same Jamie Lee Curtis, even though she does not look like that in the movie. You're the same. She's got way longer hair. Um, and a little paler, too. She just looks like she's lifeless. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's like, I'm back in another Halloween. <laughs> I was told H2O was over. <laughs> but now, according to her, she has said she's done. Yeah, she's it. This is it. And so, so then here's a question. What was a better send-off? Resurrection or ends? You want a funny way of going out or a... I'm going to have to go with ends just because it's... It's actually... It's actually it. Yeah. Done. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, but at least I had a good time with these last couple of yeah. yeah. Like I said, I really wanted to make up for the last couple we did. <laughs> Oh boy. And now the thought of is if there's an if, if there's another one, what will it be? But uh, it's been a whirlwind. Yep. Motions up and down. And you're like So after last night, you're like so this is how Halloween ends. Yeah. You then come back today and you're like, well, this is how Halloween could have ended. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. There's just not a good ending anywhere. No. <laughs> it's like Michael wanted to die. It's just like, kill me now, and I just didn't do it. So, I mean, you can't really blame him for that because they didn't want to kill him. A 60-year-old guy saying, please, end it. Yes, just end it. End me. I don't want to go through this anymore. <laughs> I keep having to come back. Yep. Oh, no, they make more money. <laughs> but, yeah, that was another fun one. I'm not going to say it was definitely as fun as Sleepwalkers. No. But that, Sleepwalkers I'm actually going to invest in, I think. Yeah. You know, until it goes down in pricing. I'm for sure going to get that on Amazon. Yeah. But, like, that had a more entertaining per capita mm-hmm. minute <laughs> and it brought back a lot of you know just memories for me because I, I know like I said I know I've seen it but it's it's been so long I just forgot like pretty much everything in the movie yeah you're like oh yeah this is early 2000s let's not go back here <laughs> I think I've seen H2O more recently I can't remember when though uh, yeah I've not really watched it all the way I've only ever caught the ending mm-hmm Mostly because I heard the rest of it is just like a Dawson's Creek episode. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, James Vanderbeek wasn't in it. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> he's another star along the lines of that, so. Yeah. And also, though, you want another connection? The guy who played her son was in the faculty. Oh, yeah. Good movie. Oz. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean... I would say this is a better Halloween send-off as long as far as you feeling better. <laughs> yes, I feel much better than I did last night. Yeah. Uh, so, you're you're welcome for that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but now I think we could probably just go off and maybe try to enjoy some good horror movies yes. if we wanted to. Yes. Well, you you got one sitting right next to you right now. I mean, yeah, I've not watched it yet, so... I'm looking maybe, forward to hearing maybe, your thoughts on that. Maybe I'll watch it later tonight or something. But, mm, oh, I didn't even notice that. It literally says Shutter Original. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed this Rodneg. I hope you had a good laugh as we did. Till next time, well, have a fun, spooky Halloween. If you saw Halloween Ends... Do you think it was a proper ending, or do you prefer Resurrections ending? <laughs> Let that be the tussle there in the community. Which is a better ending? Ends or res? But, till then, see you guys. <laughs>